Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Today's topic, Rightly Responding to Christ's Coming. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The psalmist in Psalm 86 verse 9 says, All nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They shall glorify your name, for you are great and do wondrous things. You are God alone. In recent weeks, we've been looking at the advent of the Lord Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah. Today, I want to consider rightly responding to Christ's coming. There are a number of examples of rightly responding in the scriptures, and two of these examples are the response of the shepherds found in Luke 2, and the response of the wise men or the Magi found in the first 12 verses of the second chapter of Matthew. First, consider the shepherds. When the angels went away from them into the sky, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem now and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They came with haste, and they found both Mary and Joseph, and the baby was lying in the feeding trough. When they saw it, they publicized widely the saying which was spoken to them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were spoken to them by the shepherds. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, just as it was told them. Second, consider the wise men. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he? who is born king of the Jews. For we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. They, having heard the king, went their way, and behold the star which they saw in the east went before them until it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. They came into the house, and they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Opening their treasures, they offered to him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country another way. How did you respond to the story of Messiah Jesus' birth? And now that the message has been proclaimed in your hearing, what will you do with him who is called the Christ? When Jesus was born in Bethlehem, the outside world, for the most part, was ignorant of the event. Yet the Bible does relate various reactions to his birth on the part of a number of individuals. Too many of us react like the scribes and the Sadducees, who told Herod with indifference where the Messiah was to be born. The vast majority who have heard the glad tidings of Christmas again have simply put off any serious thinking about its true significance. To this group, Christmas is for children and is more to do with Santa Claus than with the reality of their sin and their personal need of a Savior. Are you reacting like the scribes and Pharisees with indifference to the coming of Christ? There are those who react to the Messiah's birth as Herod did, with jealousy and hatred for God's Messiah who could be a rival to their own self-centered existence. We are personally too familiar with these wrong responses to Christ's birth. Let's consider, though, 
Through these two biblical examples of the shepherds and the wise men, the proper response we should have to the advent of Christ. The responses which the shepherds and the wise men in the scriptures reveal can be summarized in three words. Wonder or amazement, that's the first word. Worship, the second word. And witness, the third word. So wonder, worship, and witness. Notice that the shepherds responded with amazement at the good news announcement of the birth of the Messiah, Savior, and Lord. They hurried in faith to Bethlehem to see this thing which the Lord had brought to pass. It was with wonder and awe that Mary first received the news of the virgin conception of the Son of God. And so it was with excited amazement that these shepherds heard the angelic announcement and they ran to Bethlehem to see God in a cradle. And after they had looked on the Lord, they were joyfully telling others what they had heard and learned of this child. The Bible says, And all that heard it wondered at the things that were spoken to them by the shepherds. Have you lost your sense of wonderment? At the core of the Christian faith is mystery. God has revealed himself to mankind, and his revelation is too much for our minds to grasp it all. But we can receive it by faith. And we can be amazed at the greatness and the goodness of God. You see, the wonder of the Christ centers in his person, in who he is. Here is God in human flesh appearing. It is also focused on his motive. He loved us, and out of his everlasting love, he took the initiative to reconcile people to God. The hymn writer aptly expressed it thusly, Oh, how wonderful Oh, how marvelous, and my song shall ever be. How marvelous, how wonderful is my Savior's love for me. Second, we're to respond to Christ's coming in deep and earnest worship. We are to worship Christ Jesus. The Magi traveled some 500 to 600 miles on camel in order to find the Christ and worship him. They came by faith in the revelation that God had given concerning the one who was born king of the Jews. They came to worship him, to give him homage as the universal king. And when they found him, they opened their treasures and presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Wonder always begets worship. The believer's amazement as he beholds the Emmanuel. God with us in a manger leads us to a new and greater heights of worship. We are to respond to Jesus Christ with sincere hearts that are lost in wonder, love, and adoration. Devout worship is in the foreground of the first Christmas worship. The angels burst asunder the barrier of invisibility to proclaim glory to God in the highest. Mary burst into praise in the words of the Magnificat, and Zacharias gave glory to God in his benediction. The wise men came hundreds of miles for the sole purpose of worshiping the newborn king. Giving and sharing is always central in the Christian experience. Our giving reflects the amazing grace of the Father of all mercies who gave his Son for our redemption. Are you offering to God and to his unique son, Jesus Christ, sincere worship for his coming into our world? 
Do you adore him who is the Lamb of God, the highly exalted one who came into the world on a rescue to effect eternal redemption for all who put their trust in him? Again, listen to the song. All hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate fall. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. There's a third aspect to a proper response to Christ's advent. You see, the end effect of your worship is a vital witness. The wise men, the shepherds, and all other participants in the occasion of Christ's birth and infancy responded to God's incarnation by witnessing to others about the Lord Jesus Christ. The Savior had actually come into their space and time, their lives, and they could not possibly keep it to themselves. As the Spirit urges us, so let us do. Go tell it on the mountains, over the hills, and everywhere that Jesus Christ is born. He is Lord of all. It is so important that we rightly respond to the advent of Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ. He is the agent of God who entered human history. In him, God's kingdom comes to bring completion to God's eternal purpose. All of God's purposes are bound up and worked out through his son, Jesus the Christ. As Ephesians 1, 9 and 10 says in the Phillips translation, For God has allowed us to know the secret of his plan, and it is this. He purposes in his sovereign will that all human history shall be consummated in Christ, that everything that exists in heaven or earth shall find its perfection and fulfillment in him. How have you responded to the central fact of Christ's first advent? Sadly, when Jesus was born and later manifested to Israel, it is recorded in John 1.12. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But some did receive him. They were and they are those with the eye of faith. However, to all who received him, those believing in his name, he gave authority, he gave the right to become God's children who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Here's my question. Have you responded correctly to the coming of Jesus, the Messiah, into our world? Your eternal salvation depends upon the proper response. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. The next time, look to Jesus, the Messiah, the fulfiller of all God's purposes, and the only Savior of mankind.